This is Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. We're opening up the phone lines for you, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Our text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. Thundering Herd with the victory today over FIU, 38 to nothing, moving to 5-3. and 3-1 and one in conference play, while FIU now dropping to 1-7. They're 0-4 in league play. They are now... No longer bowl eligible. They do not have an opportunity unless unless we just run out of teams to, to play in bowls. But uh, their season uh, will be uh, coming to a uh, here in a few weeks a disappointing end. While the Thundering Herd still a chance to win the Conference USA East Division, one game away from bowl eligibility. So things are looking up for the Thundering Herd. So we're going to break this game down for you. We'll get your phone calls in. As I mentioned again, let me give you those numbers. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And our text line is open. It is 304-523-2275. We're going to hear from Marshall head football coach Charles Huff in a few minutes. Get his thoughts on the victory. I would say this has been a more enjoyable game, even though it was a blowout, than we've seen over the past few weeks because it felt like it was not 100%, but it felt like it was more of a complete performance you expect this type of performance if you are a Marshall fan is that fair to say and FIU a team that came into Jones C. Edwards Stadium not having the most the most success and you thought okay Marshall should be able to have some success against this team and, and I really thought we would see maybe a little higher score here from FIU I thought FIU was capable but the Marshall defense locked down today on this squad. That's the one thing that, you know, looking at, they were only able to manage. If you look at what they were able to do, they were only able to manage 108 yards rushing, passing 180, a little bit better there. Marshall, 210 yards passing. Marshall was 24 of 31. No interceptions. That's good. FIU was 18 of 35, one interception. Marshall was getting almost seven yards a pass attempt. And Marshall was able to put up over 450 yards. So things were going well for the Thundering Herd. You look at some of the performances today. I thought Grant Wells, 20 of 25, 184 yards. He didn't have a passing touchdown. Didn't matter because the ground game was here today. The ground game was here. Rasheen Ali, 133 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Sheldon Evans had one touchdown, 70 yards on the ground. Ethan Payne, 14 yards, one touchdown. Grant Wells, he had nine yards, one touchdown. So the ground game was successful for the Thundering Herd today. But let's not uh, count out what the receiving core was able to do. Ball got spread around a lot. Shadid Ahmed with 52 yards. Xavier Gaines with 40 yards. Willie Johnson with 43 yards. Rasheen Ali also got into the act. He had 15 yards. I said the receiving core did not get into the end zone today. The running game got the touchdowns, but... 
receivers were all over the place. You had several receiving opportunities, I think. And with a game like this today with the weather, I don't think that Marshall really needed to worry about the passing game as much. I mean, sure, all your all your receivers are grabbing yardage for you, but the guys on the ground were really grinding for you. So that was kind of my just looking over the game observation that I was pretty happy with what the run game was able to do today. And, you know, the Marshall defense, pretty good locking down. So we're going to hear from Coach Huff. That's one thing that we're going to do here in the next segment. We'll get his thoughts. We have got your opportunity to give feedback. You can do so by texting us. The text line is now open for you at 304-523-2275. And of course, you can be a part of the phone lines this hour at 877-420-8255. So we've got options for you. Text line is open for you now. We will give you an opportunity to jump in, give us your thoughts. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Already... um, Question was asked, what happened during Huff's and Davis's handshake after the game? Looked like Davis was trying to give him some strong words. I mean, Marshall did not stop. That's one thing to say about Coach Huff is he's not going to stop. He did put other guys in, but he didn't stop. This wasn't a situation where you're, you're called the dogs off. You're giving other guys opportunities to go out there and perform. And so, yeah, the game was starting to get out of hand. You lose it 38 nothing if you're FIU. And, of course, to be honest with you, Coach has got some issues there. FIU, Coach might not be there much longer. He is in a situation where FIU has not performed. FIU thought to be a team that could compete with Butch Davis there. Hasn't been the case. So, unfortunately, you know, coaches sometimes get hot after a game. I wouldn't put too much stock into it. These teams will meet one more time next year. Then Marshall will be off to the Sun Belt. And you you never know when the schedule will allow for Marshall FIU to happen again. But I wouldn't put too much into this. Coaches get hot sometimes. If you want to be a part of the program, you can do so. Again, the text line is open now. It is 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Uh, we're going to hear from Coach Huff, get his thoughts on the victory. Uh, he's going to talk to us about the squirrel. That's another thing. we got to talk about the squirrel. I never heard the Joan get that loud. 18,466 in attendance and, and for the squirrel, very loud. The squirrel needed a scholarship offer. That was asked of Coach Huff. We're going to hear about that. We'll get player reaction. We'll get your phone calls, your text, all of that. We'll take a look at what's happening in Conference USA. All of that's still to come. You're listening to Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. We're putting the wraps on your college football game day. This is Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. All right, we're wrapping it up for you. We're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a moment. I'm going to give you an opportunity to be a part of the program with our text line, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I know it's a long wait between the end of the game to get to me, so for those of you sticking around with me, I appreciate it truly. Thanks for being a part of tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. We've also got our phone line. We'll open that up for you here next segment at 877 877- 420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I've got Coach Huff. 
want to get his complete comments about the game. Uh, he had a little fun. You get a shutout. That's hard to do. It's hard to get a shutout unless you're Nick Saban. You're not shutting teams out too often. Also, Marshall convincing win against FIU. That was, I think, more important than anything. Marshall went out and won that game. There was no question. There was no doubt that Marshall would win that game. That's what I liked most about that. And the squirrel. Everyone's talking about the squirrel. The squirrel that invaded Jones C. Edwards Stadium. For all of that, we have got, in its entirety, Marshall University head football coach Charles Huff's comments after the game. Um, obviously, uh, really good performance tonight. Um, really proud of the players. Probably had our best week of practice last week we had all year. Uh, from an energy standpoint, from a focus standpoint, from a leadership standpoint. Um, and I told them, you know, we can't leave it on the practice field. Um, and I thought tonight the players did a phenomenal job of taking it from the practice field to the game field, executing consistently. Uh, we're starting to play a lot more consistent, which is good. Um, obviously still got some things to clean up, but made some improvements. Probably the first time uh, all year we didn't turn the ball over, which was really good. And we got a couple turnovers, uh, which was great. Uh, got some young guys in there. Last game we got some young guys in there and they didn't finish quite way, um, you know, that we wanted them to. Um, tonight I thought they did a better job. Um, a lot of positive thought the O-line did a really good job today. Um, obviously, we were able to run the ball, which kept us ahead of the sticks. Um, you know, Ali and Shell did a phenomenal job of uh, breaking tackles and getting to the next level. Um, but O-line did a good job of getting them started. Uh, and then I thought Grant played probably his most consistent game um, all year. You know, he distributed the ball, made really good decisions, um, you know, was able to pull it and run it when needed. Um, so really good, really good, really proud of these guys, really proud of these coaches. Um, it, it's hard to get a shutout in college football, man. It's really hard. Um, so hats off to Coach Gidry and the defensive staff and the defensive players. Uh, we will enjoy this for a few more hours, um, enjoy the recruits we have on campus, um, and then get back to work tomorrow for, for next week. So really appreciate the fans that showed up. Um, this is Huntington weather, man. This is who we are, man. Huntington tough. Uh, heard strong all the way. So uh, really appreciate the fans. Really appreciate the student section. Uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, even appreciate the squirrel. Uh, it kind of led us into a, a scoring drive there. So um, a lot of good. Still some things to clean up, but we can build off of this. I think we're starting to play a lot more consistent. Uh, we got to be able to build off of it and learn. So over that, I'll open up with questions. Did the extra time help with, um, with the preparation? Did it help in, in closing some of those things that you've been working on? Yeah, I mean, if you guys remember, you know, you asked what we did during the bye week. Um, we went back and did some, you know, young guy development stuff, just some basic alignment, assignment, keys, reads, eye discipline, you know, hands, feet, finishing blocks, tackling. Um, and I think it showed up a little better today. Uh, was it perfect? No, by no means. Uh, but it showed up a little bit. Uh, we were able to kind of get a, a, a head, head start on, on FIU, which was good. Uh, we were also able to obviously uh, rest some guys um, to get them, you know, as healthy as possible. So I thought it was, I thought it was productive um, as part of the plan. And, you know, it, it, it helped us out tonight for sure. Coach, you mentioned the offensive line kind of paving the way for things on, on the ground today. Well, what was it that you saw out of them that made them so successful today? How were they able to accomplish that? Well, it started in practice, man. Those guys came out to practice this week with a, you know, focus and intensity. Um, they got better. Um, you know, they watched film. Um, we communicated better. Um, and I thought we did a really good job of just, you know, communicating and getting movement, you know, not trying to, to be loose, um, you know, on our blocks. 
uh, but getting good movement, good communication, um, and then obviously doing a really good job of finishing. I think that's kind of been the, you know, the missing link. You know, you got to finish these blocks. You know, you got to can't just block a guy. You got to finish. But I thought it started in practice, man. And I've, I've said it, and you guys have heard me say it over and over and over. You know, with, with, with unbelievable preparation, it's hard to fail. Um, and I think, it, you know, with our preparation this week, um, it really set us up for success today. Seemed like, especially in the running game with, with Rasheen and Sheldon, too, um, there have been a lot of runs this year where you're just a tackle away. You're one-on-one and not able to uh, slide out of it. Today, they were able to, to get through those tackles, especially Sheldon's run. It seemed like it sort of broke uh, FIU spirit a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't know if it broke their spirit. You know, they played they played to the end. But I thought, you know, finally, Shell kind of ran strong. You know, he, he kind of, you know, like you said a couple of times in the past, kind of got tripped up. Um, I thought he ran strong. You know, uh, Coach Lockett did a really good job in the, in the offseason on the bye week of kind of talking about finishing runs on the second level, knee drive, knee lift. Um, keeping your shoulders square. Um, and, and, and it showed up today. Um, you know, did a really good job. That's probably, I don't know, off hat with Shell's longest run of the year, maybe, um, that, that he finished. Um, and then we, we talked about it all week. You know, how, how do we want to finish? How do we want to finish practice? How do we want to finish games? How do we want to finish class? How do we want to finish community service? Because uh, ultimately, it comes down to how you finish, you know, finish runs, finish plays, finish games. Um, and I thought we did a better job of that today. Coach, is a squirrel a walk-on, or is he going to get a scholarship after that? No, actually, um, right now we don't know if he's going to play offense or defense. Uh, he's got cat-like quickness, really good body control, um, you know, good change of direction. You saw there he kind of made the 30-yard the, the line miss. Um, but we, we got to continue to evaluate. Is that the craziest Coach, you thing you've had? Go ahead, Keith. Coach, you've talked about the defense and how much that's improved. Those, that, that team had been getting some chunk plays, and you not only held them below that, but a shutout. How impressive is that? Yeah, I think, you know, for the last couple of weeks, man, we've just been getting better and better and better. Um, I know earlier in the season, you know, everybody had us buried and gone and, and we had some guys out and, you know, things weren't clicking as well. New defense, you know, as far as the flow and the feel of what, you know, those guys are being asked to do. Um, but we're getting better. You know, we're getting better. Are we perfect? No, you know, but we're getting better. Our guys are getting better on the back end. Our discipline on the back end is getting better. Our discipline and gap control is getting better. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, it just carries over to next week. We got to go back to the, you know, to the table and start from scratch with practice habits and um, film study and those type of things. But I thought tonight, you know, it's, it's, it's a couple weeks in a row. Our defense is really starting to play with a lot more consistency. You mentioned the focus a little bit, and especially with all the talk of, of the Sunbelt Conference and things changing within Marshall Athletics, how difficult is that, especially during a time where you all aren't necessarily preparing for a game is when that time or when that talk started? How difficult was that for the guys to maintain? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 difficult. I mean, this age group that we live, I mean, they're they're on their phones. You know, they hear the noise, they hear the rat poison, you know, they read the stuff you guys write. Um, they read the fans on the message boards of how horrible they are. They, they read that stuff. Um, it's tough as a football coach to try to shelter them from that. Um, but we just talked about it. Let's focus on the things we need to do to get the results we want. All the other stuff, it, it's out there. We, we can't hide from it. We, we know what's at stake. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we're, we're looking ahead. We, we know what's at stake. But again, we can't do anything unless we take it one practice at a time, one day at a time, one game at a time, and, and continue to move in that direction. I thought our leaders did a really good job of, of forcing guys to, hey, let's just focus on the things we need to do to be successful this week. Then we'll reevaluate. I'm sure we're going to have some guys that, you know, play a bunch of plays a day, got to move some guys around, all of those things. But really proud of the way the players – bought into the process, understand that our culture is going to help us prepare and then focusing on the things we need to do to be successful each week. It's going to change next week. I mean, they're, they're, they're a good team. We're moving in the next team. Um, you know, things are going to change. Guys change, personnel change, everything. But we got to focus on the things we need to do to be successful each week. Looked like a really tough uh, injury for Jordan there, and, and you walked out there, the whole team does. How difficult is that? Uh, I know that uh, the game's well in hand there, but that's a kid that's battled for playing time. He finally gets it and, and goes down with an unfortunate injury there. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to, to get with the trainers and figure out exactly what it was. But, you know, anytime a player gets hurt, you know, I think they had a couple of guys that get hurt too. And that, that's not – that ain't what you want at all. You know, no coach, you know, wants another player to get hurt, his player to get hurt. Um, but I think what you saw is you saw a team that rallied around a guy that they love, you know, and a guy that, that didn't play a lot. You know, he's been fighting for time, getting better, putting in a lot of hard work. Um, we'll continue to pray for him, and hopefully the diagnosis is uh, is better than we think. But – um, I think you saw what this team is about. You know, everybody on the sideline, offense, defense, special teams, uh, came out there to dap him up. They even had a guy from their side, which was a former teammate of his, which was was really a classy move, um, come over and just tell him to keep his head up. So obviously injuries are something that's a part of the game. You don't wish it on anybody. Um, these kids work too extremely hard to um, go out and play this game, and you, you hate to see it taken away with injuries. When you look at Grant's performance today, obviously not not a ton of big plays, but at the same time, the right play, it seemed like. And he, he wasn't forcing anything. He wasn't making bad decisions. He was just taking what the defense gave him. Is that part of his maturation process? Yeah, I think, you know, I think he's getting better. You know, I think we talked about one of the keys to the game was just being efficient in the pass game. That's throw, catch check it down when you need to, run when you need to, um, allow us to stay ahead of the sticks. Um, and he did that today, which that goes to the O-line, that goes to the receivers. You know, guys got to be in the right areas. Guys got to catch the ball, get vertical. Um, our past game is starting to have some consistency, uh, which is what we need, you know, moving forward. And I think Grant did a really good job today of managing, you know, the situations when he needed to throw it and drive it in there, he did. When he needed to check it down, he did. Um, you know, when he needed to, you know, take off and run, he did. And I think, you know, that's what we are expecting him to do. He's got to continue to get better each week. And I think that's starting to happen. I appreciate you guys, man. And uh, enjoy Halloween. Um, appreciate all the fans that came out tonight again. Uh, really appreciate all the recruits that are here. Phenomenal atmosphere tonight um, in, in Huntington weather. And we love it. Um, see you guys next week. Go Herd. All right, Coach Huff, loving the Huntington weather. Um, I don't know about you, but it was wet. It was football weather, though. What do you think? It's fall. What do you expect? You're going you're to get wet. It's going to rain on a Saturday. You know that. You've been around long enough. So, Coach Huff uh, embracing the Huntington weather, the Thundering Herd getting the victory, a strong performance, 38 nothing over FIU, even looking at uh, evaluating the squirrel that uh, took Huntington by storm, social media, talking about the squirrel at the Marshall game. I'm sure it's going to be in some highlight packages as well, whatever the case may be. Uh, fun game tonight. Good crowd. Not the biggest crowd ever at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. Not the smallest either. Good crowd with the weather and the elements. So, you know, 
what more could you ask for on a Saturday night? Uh, text line is open, 304-523-2275. We had a texter ask earlier about the uh, post-game shake between um, head coach of the Thundering Herd, Charles Huff, and head coach of the FIU Panthers, uh, Butch Davis. And uh, texter probably had a better view than I did. I, I really didn't get a chance to see any of that. But Texter writes, I think Huff was responding to something Davis did on those passes. He was livid on the sidelines about something. I, I wasn't in the vicinity at that point. So I'm going to take your feedback on that a little bit more than what I might have not saw. So I'll trust that. You guys saw it a little bit better than I did, so I will I will defer to you. Uh, Texter writes, like Coach Huff a lot, but strategy uh, – in the beginning was to play super fast, first snap to last of the game. Didn't work for young players, new coaches, cost three losses. Credit Coach Huff, adjusted, slowed the game down, the thundering herd starting to thunder. I think with any coach, you figure out what your team needs to do and you fix it. And you're seeing the players come along, play better in his system, pick up what he's asking them to do. Same time, any good coach is going to evaluate the talent, adjust the strategy as needed. If you're trying to do the same things in Game 9, Game 10, that you were trying to do in Game 1, and it wasn't working in Game 1, and you're trying to do it in Game 11, depending on what you're trying to do, is it poor execution? Is it poor scheming? Is it you just don't have the personnel? Whatever the case may be, you always have to adjust. And... So far, Thundering Herd picking up the pace. Marshall now in the hunt for the Conference USA East Division. Win the East Division, you get to go to the Conference USA Championship game. So that's what that texter says. You can join us as well, 304-523-2275. We've got player interviews and your reactions. All that's coming up when we continue with tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. more of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. We're opening up the phone lines for you. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. With our text line at 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. The Thundering Herd defeating FIU. 38 to nothing in front of 18,466 at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. It's time now to do player roll call. Uh, we've got player reactions from several guys, and let's begin with one of my personal favorites. Always great to hear from Eli Neal. Let's get his thoughts on the victory. You know, it, it always seems like Marshall and FIU, there, there's always guys that know each other on each side. So it seems like this one takes on a harder hitting tone. Is, is this one where you all wanted to come out and set the tone early and and uh, be the aggressor against FIU? Well, definitely, but I don't think it was because um, it was FIU. You know, I know we got a lot of Florida guys on this team and a lot of people know other guys, you know, down there at FIU, but I think we came out and wanted to set the tone um, for us on our on our side of the ball. It really didn't matter who we played today. Um, we just wanted to show ourselves what we can do and try to play a, uh, as close to a complete game as we could. Is this the most complete game that you feel like this team has played this season? Uh, Yeah, I think this is close. Definitely, I believe so. I believe so. I'm confident in that. So I think um, this is more one of the more complete games we've played. 
Uh, for sure, on all phases. As Steven, this defensively, you know, or offensively, FIU has prided themselves on big plays. They led FBS at 50 and 60 yard plays coming in. And generally, when a team isn't able to get what they're used to, they get a little frustrated. Could you sense that from FIU side at all? I don't know about I sense any frustration, you know, from their side. They played pretty poised. I felt like, um, we definitely came in and that was our target to stop the big plays. You know, it wasn't a secret. Everybody in the country know that that's what they pride themselves on. And um, we just tried to handle everything um, and just bottle them up for the most part. How big of a momentum boost is this for you all leading into obviously an important road game next week, but the final month of the season to get back and keep that momentum rolling after the uh, after the bye week last week? Well, you know, it's been a saying here in Marshall for a while that um, you remember what you uh, do in November. So, you know, this is going to be a big month for us as a team. And this win, you know, just definitely was another stepping stone. Yeah, just definitely another stepping stone for the team moving on into no- November because we all know we have at stake. It's not really a secret. So we needed this win as a team today. Great team win. Eli Neal dropping a little old school. Remember November. Got a point. If you you do well the first part of the season and then you start to fade, you start to drop out in November – uh, fans will not be happy with you, and you, you sort of get forgotten and left behind. So you got to finish out strong, and you have an opportunity in front of you to go out, win the rest of your games, win the Conference USA East Division. Depending on what happens on the west side, you might have to travel or you might have to uh, fire up the good old Joan C. Edwards hospitality for the conference championship game, wherever the case may be. A good attitude there from Eli Neal. You talk about Stephen Gilmore, and you look at his performance. What what does Stephen Gilmore give you? I'll tell you what he gives you. Uh, he is a guy that, um, I tell you, even though he only had in the game three total tackles, he had two assists and one solo, he also had an interception for 22 yards. That's what he gives you. He gives you that ability out there sometimes to just, you know, be able to expect a big play now and then. So Gilmore with one interception, 22 yards there. Eli Neal, of course, eight tackles, seven assists, one solo. So I thought the defensive guys did well tonight. And speaking of Stephen Gilmore, let's get his thoughts on what the team did to get the win and how he felt about it. If you would, just start us out, talk a little bit about that performance tonight in the game. Uh, I feel like it was a great team win. We came out, we executed, uh, we was disciplined, we made plays, and everything else played played out for itself. Steven, I know there was a lot of emphasis. You know, you look at FIU, they led the nation in uh, 50-yard plays, 60-yard plays, those explosive plays. Uh, how big of an emphasis was that in practice for you all over the last 10 days, and how pleased are you with the performance of the defense in that regard? Uh, yeah, our coach was preaching that all week. Um, we just try to come out and do our job. In air play, we just try to do what we had to do. And um, everything else was going to play for itself. Um, it felt good handling our business out there. So, yeah. Could you tell that FIU's offense was getting frustrated on the field a little bit because they didn't have those plays going their way like normal? Um, I couldn't really tell, you know, but um, we just try to come out, execute, play in and play out. Um, we can't really let the um, chips um, fall where they may. 
and just try to make every play we can. We can't really control how they feel. We just can control how we are. Do you all feel like this defense is starting to come back to where you all are wanting it to be? I know that, you know, there were a couple of games that, that you all struggled at, at times, but it seems like the last three or four games, uh, this defense minus a few plays has really started to play strong. Yes, sir. I think uh, we get more comfortable with our defense we've been put into now. Uh, I think everything's falling into place. Um, everybody's playing hard. Um, get running to the ball and just doing our job. So it's all coming together. Thank you. Always polite, Stephen Gilmore. Uh, we'll get some of your text reaction in. You can join the program by calling us 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also, the text line is open now at 304-523-2275. We've got more player reaction to get to. We have got Rasheen Ali. We've got Will Ulmer. And, of course, your reaction to the victory. Marshall wins over FIU 38 to nothing. More coming up on tonight's edition of Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. This is Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Once again, here's Paul Swan. Marshall's victorious over FIU. Convincing fashion tonight. Thundering Herd exploding for 21 points in that second. Thundering Herd ultimately winning 38 to nothing over FIU. And, of course, big performance once again from Grant Wells. If you, if you look at what Grant's been able to do over the last few weeks, I think he's getting a little bit more confident. I think he's getting a little bit more accurate. I think he has been able to find a way to find the open guy. And, of course, tonight he had a great performance, but the ground game was where it was at. Rasheen Ali with 26 carries, two touchdowns. The guys on the front line, they were opening up holes. They were making way for the run attack. And one of the guys that was really making that possible was Will Ulmer. Yeah, he was, of course, one of the big boys up front. Things were looking pretty easy for the running attack. Let's get Will Ulmer's thoughts on the victory. Talk to us tonight. Um, what you see out there is uh, it was a pretty solid performance. You know, um, I'm real proud of our whole team. It was a, a top-to-bottom team win. You know, it, it's just great, you know, to have that in-conference play. That means a lot. Well, how poetic was this for you? Uh, uh, we were talking to Alex earlier this year, and y'all drove up, and your all's first unofficial visit was for a 52 nothing win over FIU, and your last game against FIU is a shutout win as well. You know, uh, it, it really is awesome to, just to see and, you know, to see it all come full circle and, you know, I never dreamed I would be here six years, but here we are. And, you know, it's a blessing to be able to play hard football, you know. What was really rolling early for you all in this one? Uh, offensive line got things going early and the ground game was consistent throughout. You know, uh, I feel like our offensive line, as, as the year has go, gone on, we've, you know, we've had people playing in different spots and we're starting to get some real chemistry up front. And, uh, you know, I think the way that we practice and the way that we prepare really showed out there tonight. And, uh, you know, it's just all coming together and we love to see it. Will, would you talk about Grant's performance? Um, you know, how, how do you do tonight as far as you were concerned? It felt like he was really connecting tonight. Oh, you know, Grant's phenomenal. Uh, he's absolutely the kind of quarterback that you want to block for. And, you know, it's an honor for me to, to have his, his blind side. And, uh, you know, like I say, he's just, he, he is lights out and he's a really gifted quarterback. So we're lucky to have that in our arsenal. Kind of poetic, too, that you're wearing a Ducks Unlimited shirt considering the weather that we've been dealing with today. It is a good day to be a duck. 
Everybody's been talking about that squirrel too. Who who was cheering on the squirrel the loudest on the sidelines as it was making its run? You know, I think that was the loudest the Joan got tonight was when the squirrel scored a touchdown. No, I'm just kidding. But uh that was pretty sweet. I, I was pumped up. For you all moving forward, I know that you've you've been to FAU before. You know what that trip can entail. Um, what do you tell some of these younger guys that haven't been in that spot and been down to Boca about uh, getting ready for next week and a tough opponent? You know, we we have a tough opponent. FAU is always a contender for the for the East, and you know, they, it, we've had some great great battles with this team. And you know, this is a place where I played before. You know, it, it is a hostile environment. They're going to be yelling at you, screaming at you. They're probably going to Google your name and say something weird to you. But uh, you know, I tell my young guys, you know, when we go on the road. You got to be uh, got to be tough. You know, you got to be ready for anything. You know, anybody can play at any given moment. And, you know, it, you really fall back on your leadership at, at those times. You know, you got to have toughness and leadership when you're on the road. Obviously a tough moment seeing uh, young guy Jordan go down late in the game, a guy that's really worked for reps. Uh, you know, what do you all say as a team and a pretty touching moment as you all huddled around him as he was carted off? You know, man, that, that really hurts to watch because he's such a great guy. You know, I, I go up going against him every single day all season long and he gives phenomenal effort and he's just a stand up great guy. And, you know, you, you really hate to see it happen like that. So he's in our thoughts and prayers and we're all, all worried about Appreciate y'all. Will Ulmer, the squirrel was the loudest thing in the zone. I'm sorry. I know he said he was joking. I'm not. The squirrel was the loudest event. Texer writes, the squirrel had some moves. Left, right, stop, and go. FIU running backs could learn something with a smiley face. Yeah, I think the FIU running backs could learn about that squirrel. All right, the uh, phone line is open. You can join us by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Ed's got a question about quarterbacks. Let's hear Ed. Go ahead. You're on Michelob Ultra College football wrap-up. Hi, guys. I uh, just wanted to comment about the uh, uh, Luke Zaban. I, uh, I, I heard that uh, Butch Davis might have been a little bit upset that uh, Marshall continued to run plays late in the game even though they had the second and third string quarterbacks in there. And, and when Luke Zaban uh, uh, had a running play where he, uh, he knocked down a 290-pound defensive lineman who had to be helped off the field, and, and then he had another running play where he ran over a defensive back, uh, I thought uh, uh, Coach Huff was very considerate uh, to take Luke out of the game so that FIU could uh, uh, maintain enough players to finish a game. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't see why Butch Davis was upset. Uh, the, the other qu- question I had is uh, I wondered if you guys had a chance to uh, uh, talk with Racking Cato at all. The last time I heard, which was some time ago, he was the quarterback coach for Miami Central High School, which was his alma mater. Uh, do, do you, uh, did you have a chance to talk to him and what he's doing these days? I didn't have a chance to actually catch up with him today. Um, I put the feelers out there. We tried to get him on the stage, and uh, we didn't get a chance to connect. But I thought it was great that he was coming back, and so hopefully that means he's going to be back a little bit more, come back to Huntington, see the herd play a little bit more. So I'm optimistic that a lot of these guys that we haven't seen in a few years start to come back. But I know he was working the sideline a little bit, and he was out tailgating a little bit. So uh, I'm glad he was back. And – as far as the quarterback situation with Coach Huff putting in Luke Zaban and then Cam Fancher, you know, 
I don't think Coach Elf was trying to run the score up, but at the same time, you can't tell these kids not to go score. You put these kids in, it's an opportunity for these individuals to get some playing time, get an opportunity to go out there and try to execute what Coach wants them to do. You can't just deliberately pull a kid back and say, okay, we're going to put you in here, but we don't really want you to go full steam. No, you put a player in to see what they can do. And I'm sorry, it's against uh, you know it's against a, a team that's job is to stop the quarterback. Your defense needs to stop the Marshall quarterback, and same thing with Marshall. Oh, Marshall's defense needs to stop whatever player is out there on the FIU offense. Uh, I don't think Coach Huff was trying to run the score up at the same time. Oh, I, you got I don't either. Yeah, I think you, he I think he did it exactly correctly, and. Uh, because, uh, uh, you know, these uh, these kids really work hard. They get a chance to get in there and, and play a little bit. Are they supposed to take a knee? I mean, that's crazy. No, they're not uh, supposed to take a knee. They're supposed to go out there and play. And I don't think there right. was any malice. And, I mean, 38 nothing. It's, um, it's a bad score. It's not terrible. I've seen worse. And you don't know what's going to happen in a game. Marshall scored seven in the third, seven in the fourth. That doesn't sound like trying to run the score up. And Marshall had a few longer drives. If FIU can't stop the drive, yeah, that's on coach there. That's on Coach Davis. So it's it's your job to stop Marshall. And I really think that Coach Huff wasn't intentionally trying to run the score up. You're just you're starting your kids and you're giving other players an opportunity to go out and perform and to learn and. Same thing with uh, Butch Davis's team. He his kids have to learn, adapt. And I'm sorry, Marshall needed to go out there and win and execute. Marshall did that. If I use one in seven, they're zero and four in league play. That's not Marshall's fault, except for the one loss. Well, I I, I thought it was nice to see uh, Luke Savan. Uh, he he must be a. a nose uh, football player. <laughs> the way he hit a couple guys out there today. He's a little tough, isn't he? He's tough. All all the Zaban kids are tough. I mean, I I think you're going to have a Zaban at quarterback at Marshall for the next 50, 60 years. Uh, I I don't know where they keep coming from. There's so many uh, you know good Zabans coming out of you know out of the area. You know, it's always nice to have a Zaban. Of course, I was a I was an old school Huntington High guy. The Zabans were you know, Huntington East uh, family, you know, back in the day. So I, I remember seeing yeah. Zabans all over the place. They're uh, well, very I, talented, I, all of them. Yeah, I went I went to East, and we we, we had some pretty tough players there too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? Uh, as long as uh, as long as I see a Zaban and that Zaban's on the same team that uh, I'm interested in, I'm good because you know it was not fun looking at the uh, Huntington East and seeing seeing a Zaban on that sideline yeah. because you know, okay, <laughs> right. watch out for the okay. kid named Zaban. Yeah, I got you. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We appreciate your phone call. You can join us as well. The text line is open for you. The phone line is open for you. How do you take advantage of that? Well, it's real simple. It's 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line is 304-523-2275. Speaking of Coach Huff, I, I don't really think he was trying to run the score up, but at the same time, he was definitely using the running game. Very effective. Rasheen Ali, 26 carries, had two touchdowns, 133 yards. Uh, let's get Rasheen's thoughts after the victory. 
Rasheen, just, just talk a little bit about your performance tonight. Um, how did it feel to get back out there and uh, and be so successful against this team? Um, it felt good to be out there. Coming in, we knew we had to run the ball and establish the run game. So we just capitalized. Rasheen, for you and, and Shell, too, um, it seems like there have been several runs uh, early in the season in which you've just been a tackle away from big, breaking big runs. And I think you set the tone. Uh, 16 yard run. I think your first carry of the game, even uh, coming out in the second half and doing the same thing. Shell's 41 yarder. Did it feel like y'all are starting to to find ways out of those tackles and break big chunk plays? Yeah, definitely. This week we emphasized finishing runs and just we were just going hard all week practicing with our runs and it showed on the field today. I know y'all as a backfield, obviously, uh, you've seen success and been able to get into the end zone a lot. And Shell's been trying to feel his way through things. How, how happy was everybody for Shell when he broke that 41-yarder? And it sort of seemed like that that was a big momentum play in the game. No, it was definitely a big momentum play. I was definitely happy for my boy. That was a great run. And he finished. He did what he was supposed to do. I love it. Rasheen, did you pick up any pointers from the squirrel on the running style into the end zone there? Did, did, he, did you see anything you liked out there from him? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he taught me to be patient. The squirrel taught me to be patient and just, just finish the run in the end zone. <laughs> I'm just playing. But that was funny, though. I was definitely funny seeing the squirrel. To seeing things like that just uh, happen in the middle of a game, I mean, you guys are focused on the game. Next thing you know, it's a squirrel on the field. You know, how do you guys enjoy that moment but still keep your focus? It was just a fun moment during the game. At the end of the day, we know we know what we got to do on the field, but the squirrel was just – it was a fun moment. Rasheen, you've gone up against your all's defense in the preseason. I see what – seeing what they're capable of. To see them put it all together and, and have what seemed like uh, from a gap sound standpoint and a fundamental standpoint, their strongest outing. How, how fun was that? to watch from the sidelines. Oh, it's always good to see them handle up. They practice hard. We all practice hard. Playing against them is some of the hardest people I ever practice against. And we just capital they just capitalized today. They just did a thing. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Reese uh, <laughs> Cup. Reese Cup. Definitely Reese Cup. All right, thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, man. You too. Reese Cups are good. I like I like Reese Cups. I like the Hershey. Hershey's are good. Snickers, uh, you can't go wrong with Snickers. Twix, Twix are good too. As far as, uh, I don't know where the hate for candy corn comes from. I'm not on that bandwagon. I do not get the hate for the candy corn. I like the candy corn. So if you've got some of that, Tootsie Rolls are big here at Kendra Communications. Let me tell you, I've got the Tootsie Rolls on my desk. And I say that maybe theoretically because they get picked over daily so i don't have as many i got the flavored tootsie rolls as well and uh, those go well the vanilla for some reason for some reason the the tootsie rolls get fought over here and the vanilla that i have uh yes i supply all of the candy it seems for the uh the the company here on a uh, on a daily and weekly basis all right let's get you caught up before we call tonight i've got scores i want to tell you about um i'm starting with marshall's new conference the sunbelt conference and right now georgia state is leading georgia southern 14-7 with 11-19 to go in the fourth louisiana beat texas state 45 nothing appalachian state beat ul monroe 59-28 arkansas state fell to south alabama 31 to 13. That's Marshall's new and upcoming conference. How did Conference USA do today? Well, big game right now in the third. 4.38 to go in the third. FAU leading UTEP 14 to 10. You kind of hope that UTEP can do Marshall a favor there. Also, North Texas in overtime beating Rice 30 to 24. It was Old Dominion 
Old Dominion beating Louisiana Tech 23-20. to A future member of the Sun Belt showing out today. Uh, Middle Tennessee defeats Southern Miss 35-10. And Western Kentucky doing Marshall a favor, defeating Charlotte 45-13. Our final score, it's Marshall with the win over FIU 38-0. Press conference coming up on Monday. We'll have all the details on the drive at 5 on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. For Gabriel Sellers in the studio and, of course, Kenneth Sellers, Team Sellers, making this show possible. I'm Paul Swan. Once again, the final score, Marshall defeating FIU 38-0. This has been Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. has been Michelob Ultra College Football Wrap-Up. Join us next time for your college football game day. 93.7 The Dog. WTGG FM Ashland Huntington. And ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRVC AM and W231BS Huntington. Proud to be locally owned and operated by Kindred Communications Incorporated. 50-yard line, Vivid Seats has you covered.